This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Morning, Alan Bunting uh, is a name synonymous with rugby, but in particular, Sevens rugby. Uh, he's been part of the Blackfern Seven coaching staff since uh, t- 2012. Actually, he was uh, assistant coach when we won the silver there. We got knocked over by Australia. I remember it very well. We had high hopes of the gold, but uh, wasn't to be. Uh, Alan's been a professional rugby player, playing for the All Black Sevens team, the Chiefs, the Bay Plenty Steamers, and the Tokyo Gas. So it's not as if he's going to foreign lands. He's got that uh, up his sleeve. Uh, the Blackfern Sevens uh, rugby champions have won eight of the 11 World Cup Series tournaments played in the last two years, 2019, 2020. But like everyone in the sporting world, they've been pretty much unemployed uh, during uh, the virus and they've had to make do with their own preparations. Uh, first of all, uh, good morning to you, Alan. Uh, where are you and the squad as we speak? Morning, Smithy and New Zealand back home. Um, we're in Townsville at the moment. We're Got a group flying out today over to Tokyo. Um, our men head out, uh, head, headed out yesterday, and then the rest of us go off tomorrow. So um, we sort of we're ready, we're ready for the next part of our adventure, and excited about that. I was just, just going to say, being in Australia, trying to get somewhere is is probably a little bit dodgy at the moment. So hopefully uh, there will be no issues, and you can get out on that flight uh, on time. What is the mood in the camp because of these Olympic games? This is so much different. There's so much speculation about where, when, how, if. Uh, I guess you've just got a box on, regardless. But it, you know, human nature says you've got to be very interested in what's going on. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we know that things can change pretty quickly, and it's been like that for the last year. And we've just been going day by day. And every time we get our feet out on the grass, we're really grateful for that, and we enjoy each moment. We work really hard and uh, put all our energy into each day. And if we get to do it again the next day, we you know we're grateful for that. So I, I guess um, you know we've had an amazing time here in Aussie. We've had some warmer weather. Um, we've had to say goodbye to some ladies that have worked really really hard, which has been tough. Um, but, you know, they're there with us and they give us their blessings. And I guess the next step is um, it's almost like stepping into a game. You know, got to cover up and do everything we can. You know, in our end, as long as we do that, then we sort of can't control who's near us or who's around us. And you now we all get out on the, on the grass and that'll be great. Um, but whoever does get through and, you know, they've got to try and represent our countries and our families the best they can. And you now we just, with the whole year, whether it's been, you know, with us, um, you know, with the possibility of not being able to go to the Olympics, and now there is a possibility. And so we just, you know, we just whatever comes, and every chance we you know, even if we get to have one training, we'll be grateful for that over in Tokyo. And you know, we're going to get to sit in business class, which is blooming great. So we'll go and enjoy that. <laughs> so we're looking at the 
we're looking at the things we do have and you know we do get a bit more and we do get to play and represent our country in an Olympics which will, will be different um, and that would be great and you know we've done everything our end and we, we're at peace with that and hopefully we get the opportunity. We all hope that and we all hope it goes ahead uh, and uh, glitch free as well. That's the most important thing, Alan. Uh, you were able, of course, to play uh, some footy against Australia. I saw you at Eden Park and over that weekend uh, in Auckland, you were able to just have a look at where they are at. You had your extended squad at that point, so you're still answering a few of your own questions, I'm sure, about the makeup of your squad. Uh, Australia, one of the biggest rivals again, is playing three champions. Yeah, they're, they're a good um, yeah, sevens team. They have been right throughout you know, the first cycle and, and this cycle and certainly stamped their mark at the Olympics and, and thoroughly deserve that. Um, but yeah, we, we sort of got to a point in Auckland where we were um, yeah, going through a, a bit of stuff and we were looking at certain players and that. We, you know, we're pretty certain about, you know, we've had some ladies doing the job for a long time. We had a lot of faith and we've got some really good depth growing. So we you know, asked since Auckland we wanted to really evolve and, and work on a couple of things and it sort of meant narrowing our focus for us and going back to what's been really successful for us and and then working on a few putting a bit of icing on the cake if we get a chance to play at the Olympics so we're really happy with our evolution over that since Auckland to, to now and and um, this little bit was about preparing for the teams that we um, should be coming up against in the, in the first couple of days um, so we can take care of that, we'll get, we'll get a good look at the, the other teams and over the you know the first couple of days that we might um, jump into, so most of our energy has gone into us and what we can control and what's been successful for us. You have a lot of experience on your side. Uh, I watched uh, as you played those matches in that weekend uh, over Auckland. Uh, you were dominant, I think, but you were holding things back. Is that fair to say? Um, no, I think I, I think we were trying too hard. You know, we had well, a team okay. for a long time and. <laughs> And um, we had probably, uh, you know, a lot of players trying to do a little bit too much and we went away, we went a little bit away from what we sort of knew quite well, which was, was great because we got that out of our system um, pretty early and and we learned what was, you know, what's worked best for us and, and, and we were, we, we sort of, we, we we did what we've done for the last few years really we, and we we did, we, we have held back a couple of things that we have for the Olympics but Sevens is, you know, it's about sort of controlling what you can control, but a lot can be out of your control, and it's about the adaptability and the connection and trying to play a team game rather than going an individual. And I think the best game for us was when we were down by quite a bit, mm. and then you know, I left the experienced crew on the field for quite a while, and they, they worked it out in the end. You know, sevens is a short game. You only get seven minutes, then you get a couple of minutes of sort of you know, what's happening, what can we do, what's the one or two things we can do, and let's go out and do it. And it was in the last probably three minutes when we actually started playing how we wanted to play. And, you know, 40 minutes is actually a long time of your, of your patient and your, your play as a team and things start panning out and then you assess what we need to do and, and go. So, you know, we got, got some real good learnings. And, you know, the biggest thing with Tate with sevens is we try and rush. Sometimes you can really try and rush to that victory, but you've got to, you've got to work on patience and tolerance and, and have faith that, you know, one point will do the job. It doesn't need to be 10 or 20 or 30 points. you got flair, but within that flair, of course, you've got to have structure. You've got some amazing firepower. I look at the likes of uh, Michaela Blyde, who's, who is one of the most punishing finishers I've ever seen. And, and man, does she quick? Portia Woodman, well, he's, she, her name is historic in the game of sevens, Teresa Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Names like that, so many attacking we weapons for you to use. It's uh, pretty much a luxury a lot of coaches would like to have. 
Oh, yeah, we're, we're certainly blessed, um, you know, with the talent that we have here. And that's certainly not my fault. You know, that's the fault of their ancestors and their parents. And, and our job is to, to bring that to life as much as we can on and off the field. And, yeah, we're certainly very, very blessed with the talent. And, you know, it's not, you know, those players certainly finish really well, but, you know, they've got to get the ball and get the ball in a bit of space. And we're pretty lucky they don't need much space, but there's a lot of work that goes on in the inside to be able to, you know, produce that. Because the players, are really, the other teams are really aware of the talent they've got. And um, so the players around have to work really hard to make sure they get the ball. On that subject, you've got a, uh, you have a work, workhorse, you had a workhorse, uh, a terrific one in Niall Williams, lost to a neck injury. Uh, that was a blow for the squad. Uh, how have you managed to look at uh, compensating for that? Yeah, yeah, heart sort of goes back to Niz. We've been communicating with her quite a bit. She's a, you know, not only does she is she a workhorse on the field, she's a massive part of our our leadership group. You know, she's a mum and brings a lot of life experience too. But yeah, we've been we've been working really hard over the last four or five years with growing depth too, and you know, we've got some young ones that are really pushing the ones that have been there for a while, which is great for the future of our team. And um, yes, we we'll miss Niall. She's um, you know, she's got a mindset that. She doesn't need reminding, and it's a really aggressive one, and just a determined, like her body probably doesn't match what her mind wants to do. And I think that was a message hey, we need to stop for a bit and look after yourself and look after your family. And yep. But we've got some real good young ones coming through that um, you know will bring us something a little bit different, but we certainly do miss Niall. 2.30pm, uh, 29th, Thursday the 29th, uh, your tournament kicks off Pool A against Kenya. But... Before that, you have a presence at the opening ceremony. Uh, you've got a flag bearer. This is an amazing story, this, Sarah Hirani. Uh, this is such an honour to be able to carry the flag into the stadium. I know it's going to be a different ceremony this time round, but that's uh, just an illustration of uh, the mana she's held in uh, and what makes, her, what makes her so special that she's been given this honour uh, and, and her presence in the squad. Uh, she's um, yeah, she's an amazing human being. She's just her loyalty. You know, if she believes in something, she'll just dedicate her life, mind, body, and soul to. And she's given that to the team. And you know, she inspires our team every day with what she does and what she says. And and a lot of young ladies around there in the world and and people and you know for her to receive that. You know, you gave me goosebumps just saying that again. And when I first heard it before she knew, I I couldn't sort of walk around her without telling her and. So I had to wait for a little bit, but when she heard, you know, she she was just absolutely shocked. And she's such a humble, humble young lady, and um, that's why our, our first group's going over today a little bit earlier, so that um, they can go and support Sarah however they can, and and we'll be watching back here, really, really proud, and um, yeah, we're, we're stoked for her, and she's certainly very honoured to receive that. Alan Bunting, thanks very much for your time this morning. Uh, you're wearing the favourites tag. Uh, you, uh, I've got to say, it's not a, always an easy thing to do, but uh, the confidence that exudes from your squad that I've seen firsthand, I think you're going to wear it very well, and uh, you'll be on the dais. I'm absolutely certain. Thanks for your time this morning. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.